Don't let their no be your no. Like, you know what your passions and goals are in life, and sometimes not everyone will understand, and that's totally okay, right? We might have a boss say no to a promotion. We might have a publisher say no to a book deal, but that's okay. Let their no not be your no, okay? Because you know where you're headed. Just see it as a small roadblock and that you just go around that because nobody talks about plan A's. They always talk about plan B's, right? So flexibility is key. Just keep trucking and don't let their no be your no. Welcome to the Daily Authors Podcast, a daily podcast all about books and the authors who gave them life. Each episode, your host interviews a new brilliant author as they reveal inside information about their incredible books and inspiring lives. Now, here's your host, Aaron Gendel. Hey, Aaron Gendel here. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Daily Authors Podcast. It means so, so much to me. And maybe you've been thinking about writing a book of your own. And if so, do not wait. The world is hurting and needs your help. It needs your book. I would love to help you on your journey to write your book. So simply email me at Aaron at dailyauthors.com and I'd love to hear about your book idea. Now enjoy the show. Thank you so much, Stephanie Pleika, for joining me on the Daily Authors Podcast. So excited to talk to you about your book, Living Your Best Life, Letting Go of Self-Doubt, Fear, and others' expectations to live the life you've always dreamed. Love the title. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for joining me on the show. It's my pleasure. Thank you for asking. Absolutely. Well, before we dive into this incredible book, Stephanie, I just wondered if you might tell the listeners a little bit more about yourself and your work and what you're up to right now. Okay, thank you. Well, I'm a small town Southern girl from Alabama, and I have this passion to encourage, inspire others, uh, mostly women, moms. I'm an entrepreneur, a writer and speaker, and I love the great outdoors. So I don't know if you're familiar with the Enneagram test, the personality test, but I am a seven. So that's like an enthusiast, <laughs> an adventurer, and I'm a mom of four kids, three teenage boys, and then um, a little girl. <laughs> Awesome. So you're, you're busy. <laughs> I've got, yeah. I've got, I've got four kids myself, so I know. Oh yes, busy, that's a lot. Busy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, awesome. It sounds like you squeezed in some time to write this book, which is again, incredible. Congrats on it. Sounds like you just got it out or just went live, right? Yeah. Last Saturday. <laughs> awesome. Incredible. Well, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about it. Maybe you can just talk about what inspired you to want to write it and Give us that high-level overview of your book. Yeah, well, I had started a video production company years ago, and it was successful, but my life just felt like something was missing. Like it had to be, there had to be more celebrations of some wins, mm -hmm. and I really found myself sitting on the end of my bed in tears. I had a great life. I had a wonderful partner. I had a great husband, but there was something missing. So my husband was like, you know, why don't you write? Because I love to blog and things like that. And I felt like we weren't really talking about those things that women didn't want to discuss, like our vulnerability and the hard times and feeling like we're the only one. So I began to write about things that I started out writing like chicken recipes. And I started out writing about like feeling stuck in life. And that turned into people just calling and saying, well, I felt like a dear Abby at first, you know, like a counselor. And um, before I knew it, I was writing about just all the things that, you know, surviving change in life and 
different seasons and how endings create new beginnings. And that's really how it got started. Awesome. Awesome. So then you, you started writing and blogging and then did you, did you end up turning a lot of those blog posts into a book or did you kind of just have this uh, whole other idea and start from scratch? You know, that's a great question because oftentimes you think, oh, they just wrote a book overnight. But I have been writing and blogging for 10 years. Yeah, you know, yeah. some might say, oh, this was, uh, it's just like he played all the rodeos and then boom, overnight he was a success. And that mm-hmm. is not true. We've just been digging and planting and sowing seeds for years. And um, I started off, I was actually writing for an Atlanta paper in a column, a parenting column for a really long time. And then um, that kind of catapulted into thinking, well, there's got to be a better way, a different reach, a different platform. And so I just, you know, found an editor and started grabbing all of my blogs and putting them into topics and that formed chapters. And then the book, you know, sort of evolved. So amazing. Well, let's dive in a little bit more and wondered if you might go over some of the subtitles very struck me. And I think something that's a lot of us face self-doubt, fear, and obviously a lot of us want to live the life that we dream about. Maybe you could talk to us a little bit about any specific part of the book that might stand out you'd like to share with the listeners today and how that you can help them with the book to, to do some of those things. Sure. You know, um, so it's letting go of self-doubt, fear, and other people's expectations. I know for me, self-doubt, no one told me in a Target that I was a terrible mother it was myself in my own Southern accent that said, ah, you're not enough. You Mm. should be further along in life. You know? So one of the biggest things is we compare our lives to other people's lives. We compare our cars, our kids, Mm -hmm. our salary, our house. We look left and right instead of up to the creator who created us to say like, Hey, this is what you're good at. You know, we have passion and goals in life. And sometimes we are looking at other people, the expectations they have of us to be something we aren't. So we have maybe expectations from our past that says finances equals um, not enough, lacking, or marriage equals failure, or um, you have expectations that other people are like, I need you to be this instead of who you are. You know, it's really hard to be yourself. Hmm. You've got all these all these in life, left and right, you compare yourself. And it just seems like it's just really hard to just be you. So I decided to create a book. And in the book, number one is stop comparing. Number two is create breathing room. We really have to create breathing room, that space between the road and the cliff's edge, that space that really gives us margin in life to really reflect and give us a place to just hear our voice and hear God's voice. Sometimes we think, oh, self-care, that is so selfish. You know, how Mm. could you do that? But yeah, so for me, that might look like a hike or a walk around the lake or even getting in the car and just like singing my favorite songs, you know, over and over. (laughs) But yeah, so I have a list of some really great steps to help create the life that we always dreamed by learning how to be true to ourselves. Yeah, I love that. I think we all need that time. And I think especially moms, I think, I think they end up sacrificing a lot. And so having that time and not being feeling guilty for it, like you said, and, and just <laughs> going for it and taking that time to, like you said, be yourself and do those things that, that feel good for you. So I appreciate you sharing those 
uh, with us. If there was one thing, though, that the listeners could take away from reading your book, if you could boil it down to just that, what would you say that would be? Gosh, you know, we live one life, right? And so it's important to chase our dreams and to write our own story. It's okay that we're a mom and we're a sister and we're a, all the things. We're wearing all the hats and playing all the roles. But we've got to be true to ourselves to determine what are those goals and desires? How do I want to write my story? So for us, we decided to hit the road with our four kids in kind of that sweet spot of life. The kids were like ages three to 10 years old. And we hit the road for a life of adventure. We decided to homeschool the kids. And we didn't know what we were doing at all. And what catapulted that is the fact that we lost a client due to the downward turn in the economy. So we decided if we wanted to, you know, my husband wasn't on the road all the time and I wasn't raising children all by myself, then we'd have to come together. So we pulled the kids out of school, homeschooled them. I did not even know that Pluto was no longer a planet. I mean, I'm like, what are we doing? But yeah, that was our dream is to like be together and like be able to see the world and enjoy each other. And sometimes when you jump out of that rat race of life, people are looking like, hey, what is she doing? Pull them back in the bucket. (laughs) And oftentimes it's good intentions because they don't want to lose you or miss you. But you just have to know what your dreams are because your family is custom and you just have to go out there and write your own story. Mm -hmm. Love that. Love that. Well, let's talk a little bit more about you, Stephanie. I just wondered if you might share a bit more about your influences, who or what has influenced you in your life to be who you are. And, you know, you mentioned your husband encouraging you to to write before, you know, what got you even interested in that and some of the other work that you're doing? Oh, that's a great question. Well, one of the things I believe too is my husband, he is a great influence on me. All those years ago when we got married and I met him on a bus in Tulsa, Oklahoma, <laughs> it was like, he always told me to dream, dream big. And my dreams were small. It was funny because the first time I ever flew in a plane, I was uh, 19 years old. And, you know, we had a great life growing up, but I'd never flown on a plane. And he's like, really get out there and figure out what you want to do in life. And when I was writing this book, I remember thinking, is anyone listening? Is anyone reading the words that I write? Is anyone listening to the videos? And I think oftentimes in life, we think we build something and they're not, no one buys it. You write the song that no one ever listens to. But if God put that passion in your heart, don't quit. That's the biggest thing. Uh, Last March, I was sitting in my cul-de-sac and then that sit turned into a laying in the cul-de-sac, crying, going, I quit. And sometimes in life, you know, it's not about you anymore. Whatever that message is, that passion you have, like for you and your podcast, you have a message that you're trying to get out to inspire people. And at some point, it's not about ourselves anymore. It's about the people we will or will not inspire, the people we will or will not help whether we decide to move forward or not. Absolutely. Definitely what, uh, what I'm trying to do. And it's amazing to hear you feel the same way and, and you're obviously doing it. So keep at it. What about uh, any of your favorite books? Any mind sharing those with us today, Stephanie? <laughs> and uh, what maybe stands out? One of my favorite books is by Bob Goff and it's called Love Does. You know, love is a verb. We think that when we get married or You know, life is just supposed to be so effortless. We have that Mm -hmm. sweet little child and everything's going to be so grand. But, you know, they turn into teenagers or they turn in, you know, life happens. 
you're baking those cookies and it just seems like, oh, the party's so fun. The people are coming over. And then all of a sudden you start having to cook every day. And Love Does was such an inspiring book for me because it's really about getting in the trenches and not being perfect because we think, oh, social media tells us that everybody else is doing it better. Mm -hmm. And that's not true at all. There's uh, someday is not on the calendar. You know, we have to get out there and do it today imperfectly right where we are. Uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I think we all, a lot of us are looking towards the future when we have today, right? And we have this moment to make the most of and that's all we have. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that book. I'll have to pick it up myself. What about a favorite quote? Anything that inspires you often, Stephanie? Yes, I love Oscar Wilde. He says, be yourself because everyone else is already taken. <laughs> that's a good one. Love that. I haven't heard that. All right, let's talk a little bit more about some of the book writing process. And, and we talked about it earlier, and you've obviously been writing a while. But for any of those who might uh, be thinking about writing a book or writing another, wondered if you had any, any words of encouragement or advice that has helped you along the way with writing your book. Oh, great question. I've actually had a lot of people reach out and say, how do you write a book? What did you do? Mm -hmm. And really just gather all of the writings, everything that you've ever done, and just start really placing them into a category. At some point, they will begin to evolve into chapters. And, you know, for me, people would say, did you always consider yourself a writer? No, I did not. I considered myself a messenger to the people, to my audience. And though I have always written, Sometimes we think we have this imposter mentality that, well, I didn't, I'm not a designer because I didn't go to school for it, or I'm not whatever. But if that's been placed in you and you wake up and you're writing or you wake up and you're building and creating and starting the podcast and wanting to be a pilot now instead of a farmer, then go for it, right? It's like your life has this little string that's sort of flowing through the fabric of your life creating a bigger tapestry of what you are to become. So really listen to that. But as your book evolves, just have some of your friends read some of the things, you know, just do like a little beta reader, call your friends and ask questions, do like a little focus group. That's really how I got started. Awesome. Well said. And, and yeah, I love those great tips for those who might be inspired to write a book today. Thank you so much. Uh, well, maybe you could just touch on, since your book has just been uh, released, and wondered if you might share with the listeners the very best part now of having your book out there and being an author. Oh, my goodness. The very best part is, well, first when I was writing, I was writing in isolation. You know, I'm writing in the kids' bunk beds and on a park bench and every coffee shop. And it's really a one-way street. You are just writing and it's going out. And you often don't hear anything because when you write on tough well, even like with you and podcasts, you don't, there's no like feedback, really not a lot, unless someone works really hard to go out and put a five-star rating on iTunes for you. Right. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you write, you're just like, oh, did anybody hear that? And when you write it with vulnerability, some of the tough things, people aren't going to write on Facebook, wow, that totally ministered to me or, or helped me or was incredible about like divorce or abuse. No, that's just not going to happen. But then once you write the book, they're like, people will message you and they have all their 
uh, lines highlighted and marked and they're <laughs> posting it. And it's like, oh my gosh, like I didn't quit and now it's a payoff because that's all I ever wanted. It's not about notoriety or she wrote a book. But the most important thing was for me to get the message to the masses to inspire women to truly live their best life and chase those wins instead of complaining about, you know, all the things they're doing wrong. It's so easy to see like, oh, I dropped my kids off to carpool and they were late to school, but they got to school, right? Like uh, the kid may have had Rice Krispie treats for dinner last night, but you know, it's okay because I just came from soccer practice and PTA and work and all the things, you know, we've got to give ourselves grace and gold mm -hmm. stars and be like winning. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we definitely are way too hard on ourselves or like you've said before, comparing ourselves. And if we do give ourselves that break, we can probably end that cycle that we get into uh, to feel bad. And then that perpetuates itself, right? Exactly. Well, thank you so much for just being so positive and upbeat. I uh, really appreciate connecting with you. I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything, though. So if there's absolutely anything else you'd like to, to share with the listeners, um, or if there was a question you would have asked yourself if you were in my shoes, what would that be? That's a good question. <laughs> and you caught me off guard. <laughs> All right, say that again. <laughs> yeah, I was just asking if there's anything really else you'd like to share with the listeners today. That's the main thing. So. If if there's anything else you'd like to share, go for it. Um, you can also just uh, share your where to connect with them online and, and as well. Okay. So the final thing I'd like to say is don't let their no be your no. Like, you know what your passions and goals are in life. And sometimes not everyone will understand. And that's totally okay, right? We might have a, uh, a boss say no to a promotion. We might have a publisher say no to a book deal but that's okay. Let their no not be your no, okay? Because you know where you're headed. Just see it as a small roadblock and that you just go around that because nobody talks about plan A's. They always talk about plan B's, right? So flexibility is key. Just keep trucking and don't let their no be your no. <laughs> well said. Well said. Love it. Beautiful, Stephanie. Well, perhaps you just let the listeners in on where to find you online. Obviously, they can get your book, Living Your Best Life, um, I'm sure on many places, many platforms like Amazon. Um, but yeah, where else can they connect with you online? Yes. So Stephanie Pletka, that's P-L-E-T-K-A, stephaniepletka.com, and all social media at Stephanie Pletka. Awesome. Awesome. Well, keep up the best work or the work you're doing. Any more books in the works or what's up next for you? Yeah, I've got another book in the works on family adventure and just uh, creating breathing room. So that'll be next. Nice. And then um, really just getting this book to fly. So it's Absolutely. where all books are sold. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, congrats again on the book and all the best in your future endeavors. Thank you, Aaron. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Daily Authors Podcast. Be sure to visit dailyauthors.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. 